Hey, welcome to the slightest disclaimer time. There's going to be swearing and there are going to be spoilers. So if you've got kids around, poppers in your ears. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, go away, watch the show and come back later. We're always going to be here and we're always going to be free. We're not associated with Wentworth, Fremantle or Foxtel. We're just some fans talking about a show that we love and our opinions are our own. Stay slotty. I'm Leah Purcell. And you're listening to The Slot. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Slot. Hello. And it's your friendly neighborhood podcasters, Hannah and Al. Say hi, Al. Hi. And this week we're going to be talking about Fallout. (laughs) This is episode five of Wentworth, which to a lot of people, they said it was quite boring, but I thought it was quite deep. I think it's just setting us up for... um storylines there's a lot of things that are going to happen um wentworth memes said she can't believe that we're halfway through which is true that means it's going to be a hell of a halfway to the end mm-hmm. and it might see be by this point last season it was like we we're having an entire season in every episode do you know what i mean so it feels yeah. like more should have happened but last season was written to be the last ever season um, yeah, and we've got a load of new characters, so there needs to be some setup. So I think we have to be a little bit more patient, um, because if they just went in their guns blazing and had all the action in these episodes, we wouldn't know what the fuck's going on because we don't know any of the characters. Yes, this is true, and I'm agreeing with you. But there is that. one thing that I'm really, really disappointed at this season, and it's not enough Peter Webb. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we saw her just at one time with her hand gesture for Ruby to come in to the playground. The playground, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the yard? And that, yeah. that, that was it. Yeah, the yard. And that was it. And yeah. we didn't really see her that much. So, and plus, she didn't get any lines. However, we are seeing more of smiles. We and are. I'm, I'm not sure if I particularly care for this smiles. In a she, way, she no. kind of reminds me of the old Vera from Prisoner Cell Block H. Ooh, okay. So I have something very interesting written on my notes, which, as we are talking about Linda, I'll go into now. I think that Anne is manipulating Linda in a very similar way that the freak. Yes, Vera. exactly. Oh, I'm I was so going to say that season. too. Yes. I was going to say that too. Oh my God, we both had the same idea. That never yes. happens. I know we're gonna pop out the champagne for once. Yeah, and I think that she's like, um, like, uh, blah, 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 like taking advantage of this vulnerability that she sees in Linda that's been since the siege. This kind of PTSD. I don't want to label it like that, but I think I think that's the best way to label it. This kind of PTSD thing that's going on with her being very quick to turn to uh, violence. Hmm. So with physical restraint. All the rotten eggs go in the same bin. Linda has some cracking lines this season, but she also has, like, I feel like the not the worst storyline in, in terms of, like, writing, but in terms of, like, emotion. Like, she's going through the absolute ringer. Can you imagine when the freak comes back? What that's? Going oh, to yeah, she is probably going to flip the hell out. Because I was like, this is a different type of Linda I'm seeing this time around. Because uh, since when she's ever kissed up to anybody? Never. Exactly. And she's Why? never been upset that she's ever done anything like wrong either. Yeah, she's totally lost herself. So yeah, that is probably some PTSD 
yeah. going on with her or something else that we probably don't even know about, but most likely it has to be that. Yeah. You know, coupled it, with the siege. Yeah, I think after going through the siege, I think that um, it'd be difficult to not have some sort of like PTSD things left over from that. So, yeah, I hope it gets addressed soon. No, actually, I don't hope it gets addressed soon. I hope we see it develop a bit more. It's going to because now I'm sure Anne is going to use her to topple off Will. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, the Anne and Will dynamic, hate it. Absolutely hate it. It's great television, but absolutely hate it. But you see, that's normal life, right? Yeah. It's Some really new fun. boss comes in and they talk their shit and you there who are trying to do the right thing, you get clipped because yeah. the new boss doesn't like you even though you're doing your job. Oh, this bitch. I don't like Anne. I don't like even Anne. Though, even though we do know her backstory now and why she hates Judy. But I also think that like, if you have that that level of a uh, not prejudice but a hang up maybe prejudice is the right word i don't know if you have that level biased yes thank you bias against a certain type of criminal that you are not able to push down you shouldn't be in the role she's in i agree but then that will be for any type of manager or supervisor in this world unfortunately yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I live in a perfect world where in my head I'm like, people should just do the right thing. And yes, in you the real are. world, people don't. No, they don't. Evidence. They're all out for themselves, you know. Yeah. So in case for those who decided they didn't want to watch the episode and they're just listening to what we have to say about it, apparently Anne lost her daughter Charlotte mm-hmm. in an explosion, which was an act of terrorism. Yes. Now, mind you... Judy was charged for terrorism. However, she didn't do anything in regards to that. Maybe her actions may have led other people to commit those acts, but basically it's not Judy's fault. I'm going to say it's not. I think in her file, it will be that um, she was organizing a terrorist attack because that's the evidence that they planted, right? That's what they planted, yes. So that's that's how Anne sees it. Anne sees Correct. It. Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't know that it's not true, but, you know, of course, that's how it is. But I would like to know why Vera doesn't seem to know that that happened to Anne's child, because they're friends, and they knew Supposedly, each other before. And... and that's a huge thing to have happened to somebody. Like, it would have made, like, at least national news, right? That these people died in a terrorist attack. True. But it could have been elsewhere. And the other thing is, I don't really think Anne is Vera's real friend. They're just ghoulmates. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like this this kind of awkward um, vibe between them where they're like, oh, we should be matey because we're now working together again, but we don't really care for each other that much. That would be more on Anne's side, not Vera. Because, you know, Vera is actually a genuine individual. You know, yeah. she has a good heart. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think it's more on Anne's side, not Vera. Yeah. And I think every time that Anne asks Vera to hang out, she's like genuinely wants to be there. Um, but yeah, I think there's that, I don't know, there's that. No, Anne is, Anne. Anne, Anne is more self-serving. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, I want to hang out. Let's go. If Vera wants to hang out and maybe Anne doesn't want to hang out, she'll just tell her no. Yeah, but I'm—I mm-hmm. mean, like Vera, 
is becoming absolute boss lady this season. I love it. Oh yeah, Vera's nice. I she, like Vera. In this episode, she was like, I'm fixing all this. Don't panic. Don't be a twat. Yes. I've got it. Yes. Love yes. it. She was organized, yes. methodical, strong. Love Vera. And I mean, she's always had it in her. It's just, you know, sometimes there are people who suppress you, like her mm. mother did. And yeah, to, and the freak. Certain ex- yes, to a certain extent. The mm. freak brought out bad things in Vera, but, you know, Vera now has learned to accept that. Mm. And um, I'm wondering if now this whole instance with Judy, Vera, and and Linda, if this is gonna uh, fume over mm-hmm. to something else, not quite sure. Yeah, it's got a lot of potential to go in a lot of different directions, so it's gonna be interesting to see which one it takes. Because as you can see, Judy is still a child. Yeah, um, was well, she, she like 23 or something, isn't she? Yeah, she doesn't quite understand. I don't think she really grasps the predicament she's in. She should have known when her daddy hung up the phone on her that she's in some type of shit. And she should uh, try and behave herself. But apparently, she hasn't gotten the picture yet. So she decides that it would be a joke to embarrass the general manager and have Boomer put her bum on the copy machine and send it in with the files that they use to try and uh, I guess there was some type of proposal and had to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's Anne's fault for leaving a computer unlocked and unattended around anybody. Like, I don't care if they're your best mates. Always lock your computer when you walk away from it. Dude. Fucking shut, shut the laptop. So all you have to do, shut the laptop. But also, it was fucking funny. Everybody needs to have more of a sense of humor in that room. I don't know. I just think Judy should know better. Judy oh, should have known better. She seems like a responsible individual. And especially the fact since she was going to hack something oh in God, the first God. place. You know, you, you really don't want to, you really don't want to, you know, get yourself in trouble that way. Just saying. But also, they now know, right, that she had the computer so they could probably trace the hacking. Like, she if hacked good that enough. in, like, seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I think they would probably, if they're sensible, be like, we need to have a look at what was done on the computer if, if somebody else had access to it. I mean, that's the first thing I would do. Well, I... I... <sighs> I don't think um, they thought she had anything to do with the computer since it was a copy. Yeah, but she had to put it on the PowerPoint slide. She put it on the PowerPoint slide, but so she remember had to they could have access to that computer. No, Judy yeah. didn't put anything on the PowerPoint slide. What yeah, had she happened? She put the what, ass on. She put the copy of the ass in the papers that they were putting out to give to everybody. No, she put a picture of it in the PowerPoint slides. That's why it came up on the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it shows that she had to have had access to that computer, which is stupid on her part because she's now left a trace that she had access to that computer. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's that's unfortunate because it seems like her life is going to be a little more difficult yes than usual i think that is an Um, understatement but yes yeah and um the fact that lou lagged 
on her by bullying Lulagd. Lulagd. by bullying um, Boomer. Oh, That's gosh. another thing too. So the oh, next person I want to yeah, booms. But we you were right about some fact that perhaps there may be some slight inclination that Boomer was in Lou's crew at one point in time. Sorry, can I just um and just stop you there? Are you saying that I was right? There is a slight chance, yes, there 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 could be some type of inclination that you might have been right, yes. Oh, I'm gonna save that. Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm I'm I will admit when I'm wrong, I but I'm just saying there's a slight <laughs> inclination. Yeah, we know that already. The slightest inclination because once Boomer gave up Judy, um, Lou says, there she is. Mm -hmm. That spineless Boomer, I remember. Yeah. And I've always said that, that Boomer isn't as loyal as... Uh, and she hasn't had a loyal history as she is now. Um, Are you sure? Because she was really loyal to Frankie. Well, no, because then Frankie burnt her hands and she went, she went against Frankie, didn't she? Well, of course, if anybody would burn your hands, you would severe, you'll Wait, still have it, loyalty to them. Was it, it wasn't Frankie, Frankie. It, was, it was B. But B Frankie, but in Boomer's oh, eyes, no. Frankie could have stopped it. No, but didn't, didn't um, the pink dragon incident with Frankie also happen. Yes. That's so why it happened. I always get confused at people saying, you know, Boom is so loyal and she, she isn't. But I don't think it's out of like cattiness or nastiness um, on her part. I think it's just a, on her part of like just getting caught out and being manipulated. Like Yeah, like how she was. She did not have a choice with Lou. Yeah. She, did. she had a choice between losing her finger or ratting out Judy and you know, yeah. what happened, happened. Um, so Spineless disloyalty, I remember. Mm -hmm. But so also, I... Lou had my favourite quote from the episode in that scene. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a cunt, don't be an arsehole about it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how one and two can't go in the same. I love it. I want it on a t-shirt, but I'm not going to get it on a t-shirt. I think my favorite quote from Lou is fear is a pretty valuable commodity in this yes. place and I'm buying. So right. And you've said that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that you said uh, that on an episode before. Oh, somebody else must be listening to us. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you. So this thing with Lou, I'm really not liking Lou, to be honest with you. I mean, I do respect the fact that she loves Reb and things, but the way she's going about things, I'm not liking it too much. Yeah, um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Lou is, I think, my new favourite character, or one of, mm. but not because I like her personality, um, and I don't agree with anything she's doing. I think she's an absolute asshat. It's just that I think she's so fucking funny. Funny? I think she's hilarious. Cutting people's fingers off? I don't know. I mean, not that bit, but she's like really quick-witted, like when she fires back. Like okay, it. well, yeah, I understand that part, but, you know, there was that other part where she went after Zayna, which I knew she would go after. Remember, I called it out last you time. Call it, you called it. Yes, and they bribed her brother uh, for some money. Exactly mm -hmm. what they're using to do with that money, I'm not quite sure yet. Well, they're paying for Reb's top surgery. Well, 
let's back up on that now because mm -hmm. Anne promised that if Lou took all of those A-class citizens under her wing, that she would help pay for yeah, help Rev's pay. top. Okay. But, I mean, top surgery is going to set you back in the tens of thousands. Yeah? Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't so, know. What bothered me was the fact that Reb was quite complicit in all of this. Yeah. So, interestingly, somebody um, messaged me about Reb and saying that they really didn't like the fact that, you know, Reb seems to have a really sweet deal. Lou goes around and does all these awful things and they get the, um, the, the like, fruits of the labor of it and don't seem to have to carry any of the guilt. I think we'll see Reb, or I hope we'll see Reb, have a sort of um, uh, conflict, internal conflict about that at some point. I really I think it's already that. happening, to be honest with you. I think um, slightly, but I want it to happen more to a point it's, where... It's, it happened when he went to go ask Mari if the bet was still on for Ruby to get shivved. I think we saw a hint so, of it at the end when Lou and Reb were in bed together and Reb was uncomfortable with the fact that Lou said that she was going to probably cut Boomer's finger off because uh -huh. Reb was like, oh, you wouldn't have really done it. And Lou was kind of like, mm. she, didn't yeah. she didn't answer. What she did was she deflected. Hinted. Yeah, she deflected. Basically, and what I think Reb has failed to see, and I don't even think Reb knows that Lou was actually the one that uh, burned down their last place or facility that they were at. Yeah. So I don't, mm. I don't know. I don't know if Reb really knows Lou like he thinks he does. Reb is going to be, or is actually, the male version of what Ali used to be. In terms of? He's attracted to strong women. Yes, yes, yes. I completely agree, 100%. Okay. And I think that he will probably always surround himself very similarly to Ali, although yes. Ali is trying to become that woman, and she's not really succeeding in my opinion no i don't know and that that's why um i guess lou decided to call her lips because there's a, a double fold meaning behind that i'd mm -hmm. like to think i hate the, the fact that you just said lips and double fold in the same sentence yeah <laughs> <laughs> number one is because lips meaning is she just full of shit she's just all talk and there's nothing behind the talk yep or because her lips are nice and full and we're all attracted to that, aren't we? Ali fans, yes, don't lie. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right on both levels. I think you're right on both levels. Like it's it's in reference to her appearance and it's in reference to the fact that she's just all talk and she's all bark and no bite. Yeah, because I mean, how the hell are you going to go up against someone like Lou? You knew she used to be a top dog and you're only going to bring four or five girls with you. What happened to the red right hand? I thought there was a lot more of them. And what happened to Texas Gold? Is she still in the slot for attacking Mari? She oh, wasn't Jesus. even in this episode. Yeah. You know, and what happened to the rest of the people who hate all of these pedos and kitty fiddlers? There was I mean, nobody there. I feel like either 
either something has happened while Ali is in the slot, which means everybody's now on loose side, or Ali mm-hmm. did not communicate the fact that that was going to go down and heavily underestimated how many people she needed. <sighs> God, how long has she been top dog? God damn. Like, you should know these seconds. things. <laughs> You know, should know. I mean, she should. I'm so disappointed. She's just not on that. She doesn't think on that level, does she? (sighs) No, unfortunately. I. But the thing is, right, right. Step back a second. Al, ask your question. Right. Ali has been taken out of the laundry room by Anne, and she's been put in the call centre. The laundry room and the steam press is like the symbol of the top dog, right? Yes. Does this mean that Ali is no longer top dog in the prisoner's eyes? Not sure because Lou already admitted to Mari that she's not interested. Because this would be the shittest overthrow of a top dog ever. Well, this this would be more of like a what you see in um, corporate America or wherever else that people work. Mm. Where, you know, if one boss doesn't like you, they'll just take you out and replace them with their puppet. Yeah, they'll Mm -hmm. replace you with their puppet until that puppet decides that they want to have a mind of their own and then just twirl it around and see who else I can get to be my puppet. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, right now, Lou is a puppet, but she's a puppet because she has a bigger picture. She's looking for, you know. Um, yeah, she, she's st- she's not losing focus, which I like about Lily. Yeah, I do too. But I'm, I don't know, because there might be somebody who might come back and either do her in or work with her to do her in. And I'm hinting to the freak who will wanted to kick out. She cannot go back to Wentworth, who in their right mind would send her back to that prison. Her name is Anne. Because she's an A-class prisoner, and she should be here because they have money in the bank. It's it all about money. It so angry. Like, when Will was like, you've got to promise me, like, cast iron promise, promise. that she will not come back. And she was like, when. yes. It's done deal. You can see every sphincter in... Um, Will's body just relaxing and then as soon as he found out that she was coming back he was like (laughs) everything just contracted and he was like fuck what's gonna happen yeah it's mainly he's worried about himself and Vera and that other guy I don't think he's worried about Jake but he has to worry about Jake because it implements him Exactly. That's why I, you know, I named him that other guy. Mm. But uh, I don't think he really is worried about like Ali, mm, no. because Ali is going to be the first one who's going to be in imminent danger because that B picture lets the freak know, hey, look, I was the one who orchestrated all yeah. of this. So she will be coming for her, and of course she'll use Lou to her advantage. It's just going to be a whole clusterfuck. That is, if. Uh, Ferguson decides that she wants to keep up that charade of being Cat Maxwell, or maybe she is Cat Maxwell, and then all of a sudden they just remind her that no, you're Joan Ferguson, and she's like, "Damn it! Why couldn't I just stay in my perfect world? They have to bring me out again, and I just don't want to." I mean, like, so I watched the um, so the 
the like previously on Wentworth thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, she said, please, please, can you stop calling me Joan? My name is Kath Maxwell, which I think is a really odd turn of phrase to say if you genuinely think that your name is Kath Maxwell. It's a really odd turn of phrase to be like, please don't call me Joan. My name is Kath Maxwell. You'd be like, who the fuck is Joan? I'm Kath, bitch. Like, it doesn't make like. So I think she's putting on. I really, really do think she's putting on. Really? Yeah. Because she's a freak and she's weird. I don't know. I still think she doesn't want to be Joan anymore. She just wants to be Kath. Well, if you were Joan, would you want to be Joan anymore? If I wasn't being sent to jail, I mean, I'd still I... want to be Joan because I have all that money. <laughs> but uh, if I'm going to be sent to jail, then no, I don't want to be Joan. Exactly. She's lying. I don't know. I, I think right now at this moment, she doesn't remember. But, you know, eventually she'll she'll come back and then my poor ally will be in danger yeah ali ali has got to die this season i feel i feel like there's no other way out for her (sighs) i don't want to hear that i know you don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it either but ali's options are she stays in prison for the rest of her life because she is now in there for life right and she is top dog for a hot minute and then she's overthrown and she gets on quite well not being the top dog like Frankie did. Mm. Or she dies. Those are literally the options. And it's boring if she gets overthrown and she's fine with it. It's not a good story. <sighs> Unless there's something else major happening in, in parallel. It might have to be because, you know, Lou... Lou's a big character, and I don't know whoever this other new character who's supposed to be coming in. Oh, yeah, Sheila. I keep saying every single episode, like, oh, next time we meet Sheila. I'm not going to say it this time. Because, <laughs> um, whoever she is, you know. We'll because hope, fucking hell, she hadn't, she hadn't graced us with her presence yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's um, what we're working on. Um, so let's talk about um, a lot of flemnimny mighty mouse. What's the name? <gasps> no, right, no. I'll go back. Why are they all scared of a fucking mouse? Oh gosh, I thought that was the cutest thing. Anyway, and here's another. And this, this I'm doing a shout out to one of my favorite guys, Rick James, not the singer. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Woods, are you looking for the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> this little mouse but like i'm sorry in australia you have fucking killer spiders and snakes like giant fucking things that can kill you and you're scared of a mouse (laughs) come the fuck on did you see linda's face she was like what (laughs) linda was like oh my god we gotta get rid of this mouse Uh, i thought that was so cute that was the cutest thing ever and Linda, I mean, she just has this look on her face that she's always so serious and like she's always contemplating something and uh, she's oh, always contemplating okay. what to bet on next. I, well, she used to be, but I don't think her mind is on yeah, that anymore. I don't know what's going on with her that this season. So that's yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else got paid money, 
so that, you know, um, they could close up the laundry so, you know, Allie can go in there and go get Lou. It wasn't Linda like it used to be, well, but I guess, you know. she doesn't do that now because she's deputy governor. Deputy governor. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> I think she wants the governor position now. Deputy governor. Can you believe it if she were to be governor? Oh, my God. I would say that place would go down in flames, but it's gone down in flames before. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bet on it? <laughs> I like. Uh, how could she fuck it up even more? I cannot go out without talking about one of my other favorite characters who I love, and that's Mari. Okay. Mari, I'm not sure exactly where she's going, but it seems like she's trying to substitute Reb for her long lost son. She's trying yes. to recapture yes. what she did wrong with him mm -hmm. and try to steer Reb the right way. What do you yes. reckon? I love that. I hadn't thought about it before, but as soon as she said it, I was like, yes, I love that theory. Um, I also saw a lot of like um, genuineness. What was it called? Gen gen genuine. I thought she was very genuine. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, yeah, she was. I like admit. and like last episode, I was like, mm, is she kind of pretending to be over the ruby thing or not? I was conflicted, but this episode, I genuinely think she's she's a new mari she's softer and yeah but you know susie porter of course oh. what a lovely lady you, you know she can just sell me a burning bridge and i'll probably buy she, it from her and when as, as long as she says darling i'm like oh yes how much yeah yeah <laughs> when, i love her when rev was rude to her i was like don't you dare be rude to susie I know, I was thinking that. Like, how could you be so rude? The thing is that worries me about Reb is the fact that I have Lou, so I don't need friends. It's like, yeah, honey, you do need friends. You always so need that, friends. Yeah. Doesn't matter how on, strong you your relationship is, you always need friends. Well, apart from that, the fact is Lou, I mean, Reb is so dependent on Lou. What happens if, let's say, the relationship breaks up? What and, is Reb going to do? And I think this is something that Lou thrives on in the fact that I think Lou needs people to need her. Yeah. So she is engineering a situation where Reb literally is fully dependent on her. Um, and I think that if that relationship broke down, it will either be because Lou walks away and therefore Reb will be completely devastated completely lost will not know what to do and will end up being swept under by somebody else um mari or uh, the freak or somebody like that or mm. it'll break down because reb starts to take a little bit of control and doesn't necessarily need lou anymore which is where i think with reb getting the hormones through the prison system and the surgery through the prison system where where there's a possibility of that happening it is possible. The other thing that bothered me about Reb is that he told Mari, I'll follow her to the fucking, I'll follow her to the fucking world. Was that it? Or was that I hell? I can't remember what he said exactly, but. Well, uh, he said he'll follow Lou no matter what. Yeah, but I'm just like, you idiot. And, and I, like, but, 
he's young and he's in love and yes we all know how stupid we are when we're young and when we're in love but yes i'm not young and i'm not in love so i'd have no sympathy for it well on the contrary i am young but i'm not in love and i will never bring myself to that fact because when it did it was severe consequences and i don't want to go back to that feeling anymore that's why i am now married to my virtual bridget (laughs) and that's about it and we have a few kids wherever they are i don't even know (laughs) don't care at this point so um i'm just it's just um when reb admitted that he's not afraid of lou i'm not sure if i believe that no i 100 percent do not believe that i think he is shit scared of lou yeah i think he fucking should be yeah she is not somebody to uh (laughs) to mess with to be honest with you she i mean um kate box is such a wonderful actress i have to say i mean it's just like she's just she's amazing (laughs) you know she i i have to admit i mean i i i haven't seen fucking adelaide yet I really do want to, because if a lot of you guys don't really know Kate Box that well, she was in fucking Adelaide, and she was fucking good, I heard. So <laughs> I fucking have to fucking see this, because it should be fucking good, because Pamela Rabe is in it as well, and the two of them together should be fucking good, you know? Okay, Fuck. I think maybe right. we should do like a, a, a podcast series on fucking Adelaide then. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh so i mean but she's just she's just um wonderful playing lou and i mean i'm i'm just being taken in by her i really hate her fucking ass but at this moment as an actress kate box is just amazing i love her um, I think she's yeah amazing. she is i will give her that and, and, and she's lou, so lovely what do you mean like kate box is just so lovely oh yeah i'm sure she is i'm pretty sure she is star things like oh yes that's true yeah Yeah. she's just she's nothing like lou and i'm like oh well they they never are are they oh yeah yeah she is wonderful i love it her smug demeanor she's i really don't give a damn i she's like I don't fucking care what anything. Yes, however, I want to see when she does have her back against the wall, how is she going to manage that? Yes. Because if the freak is coming back, and if the freak reverts back to the freak, you know the freak is going to go after Lou. Mm-hmm. How is that going to work out? I'm very interested in seeing that and how it works out. And I am also interested in seeing how Anne is going to deal with the freak. Oh, I can't wait because all oh, the freak is gonna. This is the only time I'm gonna like the freak because I think I hate <laughs> Anne more than the freak. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I just really want to see Anne. Just, well, yeah. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I am. I'm quite disappointed because I don't like the way she treats Vera. I really was very upset on how she's manipulating my Linda and what she did to Judy. Of course, I'm very outraged by that. And, you know, I'm also upset that she allows Lou to bully my boomer because, you know, I love boomer. We have a special relationship. I know you have, you have a bond, don't you? I do love booms. Um, Right. I think, oh God. Oh, let's move on from Anne because I can't fucking stand the woman. Um, let's talk about Ruby. 
So, so kangaroo be yeah. Yeah, we were left on a bit of a, a cliffhanger this episode with good old Rubes. And she escaped to see, not escaped, she did not escape. No, um, she did not. I just massively made that up. Uh, she was on day leave to see her dad. No, she was on day leave to visit places for when she gets out, right? Look at she was just she just had a day leave. She had a day leave. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah. And she was taken out of the prison by Eddie, her boxer. Who now we know is a snitch. So yes, so Eddie is a snitch mm. and has managed to kidnap Ruby. But the thing is she's expected back at the prison, so there will like she will be found quite soon, hopefully. Uh, mm. because she's missing and they know yeah. she's missing yeah um but what's rita gonna do because if rita drops these charges against police dude i've forgotten his name jonesy and morelli that's the ones um if she drops the charges against them she's in big shit she has to go back inside because she will be done for murder of Drago. Yeah. Drago. Um, and if she doesn't, what's going to happen to Ruby? I don't think they took into consideration that Ruby is a criminal and she's been missing. So they're going to send the police to come find her. Whether or not... They, they must have thought that through. Well, sometimes when you're desperate, you don't think, right? True, true. Um, their their main focus was Rita, and they know Rita will do anything for Ruby. Mm-hmm. So they figured Reba would, you know, drop the case, and maybe Rita will drop the case. Unless they don't know that Ruby is on day release, and they think that she is released. True. That's true too. So, yeah. Mind so, you, if that Eddie, if that Eddie was the one that informed them, he would have told them that she's on day release, right? No, not necessarily, because you know these people are stupid. <laughs> true, true, true. They're not true. too bright, you know. From what you see, they're not too bright. But the fact that he betrayed her—I wonder how deep these dirty cops are. Yeah. You know what it's I mean. And if they knew all along that they were setting up Rita, mm-hmm. that they just planted this guy in there to get close with you know the family and who else is planted to be close yeah. within Rita's family we don't know about how deep does this go how deep is the love right mm. so it's it's quite interesting we'll see how that pans out um i worry for kangaroo's life cuz i don't i mean yes in a couple of seasons before i said i didn't like her because you know her attitude blah 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 but i do secretly love ruby I'm not sure is it because now she she's no longer with my Ali and there was probably some past jealousy because I do have Ali on the side even though I'm married to Bridget but that's okay. <laughs> um, I, I, there's enough so complicated. there's enough love for me for everybody, but um no seriously I'm I'm scared for my kangaroo bee and I'm scared for my Rita too because you know Rita's like my auntie I love her, and I look up to her and I wish I were strong like she was and I could box like she could but I just can't I'm a scaredy cat I look tough but I'm not I'm like I'm like boomer no boomer is tough 
But Boomer's changed. She's not like what she used to be. No, I think you are like Boomer because Boomer can handle herself when it's necessary, but doesn't want to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. True, true, She has that soft side, and I think that's like you. Yes, yes. But I think if you were in a corner, you can handle yourself. Yes, this is true. This is true. This is true. So that's basically it. Um, do we have any projections? Um, I predict that we are not going to meet Sheila in the next episode. <laughs> I think the next episode is going to be very freak heavy, very Rita heavy. Um, yeah, I think those are my predictions, really, to be honest. I fear, I feel I've got to be tentative because we're still in this like setting up phase. Hmm. I think Mari's going to still try to get at Reb to convince him that um, Lou is bad news. I think what Mari's trying to do is she's trying to get back in the good graces of Allie by being the mole in Lou's crew. Ooh, yeah. But Lou probably knows it anyway. Yeah, I think I think Lou is, when it comes to that, is very smart. So I think... yeah. Because she's already warned Mari, like, what, twice? Yes. The last time she warned her, I'm going to just kill you. So we'll see mm. what happens, you know. Um, Buma, I don't know. Um, the, maybe the relationship between her and Judy might shatter a little bit because Buma I did lag. So. I don't think Judy thinks like that. I, I, she doesn't know how prison works yet. So I think that Buma might be able to get away with this one. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Because Boomer's not going to be punished by Ali for lagging. No. So, like, I think, I think she'll get away with it. Yeah. In terms of Judy, yeah. Hmm. I think it's in Judy's best interests to not make any enemies. Well, I don't mean like enemies. Like she's going to get Boomer. It's just like they're probably not going to talk. No, but I mean, I think, but then she alienates herself from. Ruby and if she ever comes back and Ali and that that whole crew. So yeah, I don't know. It could mean she switches sides to Lou, I guess, but No, I don't think so. I don't see that happening. happening. No. I really don't see that happening. But um I I think Ali's hold on the women is gonna decrease more and she'll probably just give up being dog. I think so do we think that Ali is still going to be top dog at the end of the next episode? Not sure, because if the freak is coming in, I think Ali is going to be more consumed with trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah, good point, actually. Oh, God, the freak. Yeah, oh. and the freak the freak is probably going to get, like, flashbacks oh, I've got of her things. childhood, and then maybe, you know, the freak from within is going to tell her to snap out of it. And who do you think you are? Uh, I want to end this episode by saying something really important to all of our US listeners. And that is to vote. Register to vote. Use your vote. Oh, yeah. Use your vote. This this election is going to be won or lost on people not voting. So go out and vote. I can't tell you who to vote for, but just vote for one of them. 
Yeah, you really need to. It's very important. Our democracy is uh, being severely questioned. It's important to vote, right? Whatever way you vote, you've got to vote. Um, we can't sit and tell you who to vote for. Um, yeah. I have my opinions. You have your opinions. Um, but just go out and fucking vote. It takes like two seconds. Do it. Yeah. I mean, you you really need to... A lot of people, they don't realize the privileges they have mm. and then they lose it. I think COVID actually helped open the eyes of a lot of people. Like some of the privileges that we used to enjoy and take for granted, they were taken away from us. And you see a lot of the spoiled brats, the way they're acting because their privileges are being restrained and how they don't like it. Well, there are people in this world who have had their privileges suppressed for many, many years. Now you know how it feels. It may not mean much to some people, but for a lot of people, it means a lot. And that's how your vote can change things. You may think that it doesn't, but it actually really does. Every single vote counts. And if you want to see change, if you want something to change, and everybody does because I haven't seen a single person that's happy with the way things are right now in the world, whichever way you're planning to vote. If you want things to change, you have to vote for it. You have to go out there and demand change. And we're at a point where we we need change. Yeah, we, we really do. Happen. And I think better. that if the wrong decision is, is made, um, if the wrong person Again. voted in... Um, there could be serious consequences for things such as voter freedom in the future. People died so I could vote in my country. In America too. And you may not care at this point, but when they take away your rights, then you're going to care. But by that time, it'll be too late. So um, finally, to close out, um, just like to pay our respects to Chadwick Boseman, who died this week. Yes, the Black Panther. And he was in many other shows as well. Yes. Uh, very strong man. He, he passed away, unfortunately, fighting colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Our hearts and um, empathy, sympathies go out to his family. Yes.